I want to invite you just to grab your seats for uh, uh, 10, maybe 12 minutes of your time. We'll see how we go here. Um, but uh, many of you have been expecting a bit of an elder update. We sent out uh, an, an email blast this week, and uh, we, we wanted to um, share some things going on in the life of our church. From time to time, we, we do an elder update. It's kind of a family chat. As a church family, we want to make sure that you are informed as to what's going on in the life of our church, that you're encouraged, and that you're up to date with ways in which you can be uh, helping and partnering in the work of the gospel as we press forward together. And uh, so it's a joy for me to give you a, uh, an elder update on behalf of the elders to share with you uh, some really important things that have been going on in the life of our church. The first one is uh, staff transitions. And I just want to um, share with you that we have two new staff transitions, one new hire, or excuse me, two new hires, one actual transition. The first is Heather Cartwright, and uh, Heather has uh, taken on the role of being our office administrator, and uh, she's filled the gap. Uh, Maggie Nicoletti uh, had a little precious baby girl, and uh, so she is currently off, and uh, we're thankful to have Heather on board and uh, serving us so well. The second is a new hire, uh, Steve Fisher. And Steve uh, has been hired as our Director of Family Ministries, really to oversee predominantly our Harvest Kids ministry, which is growing and flourishing, and many of you have significantly contributed to that, so thank you. Uh, we hope you're encouraged by this. We just see uh, God blessing and providing, and we just want you to know that your kids are going to be cared for. They have been. Uh, Sue Boys isn't going anywhere. She's remaining on as our coordinator down there, but we're thankful to have Steve, uh, who's come on board. He comes to us with a lot of great experience. Uh, he's got great church and ministry ministry experience. He has uh, been a teacher and he's been serving, uh, excuse me, been working as a principal in an elementary school for a number of years. And uh, he's currently completing a degree in theology. And we're just really thankful that God has called him and trusting and praying that God's going to use him greatly in the lives of our families. The next uh, update for you is our prospective elder. Uh, we are so encouraged to let you know that we've been working with uh, Rowan Frazier and uh, you see the picture of he and Joy's family there, and Malachi, Gaby, and Sean, and Andrew. And uh, many of you know them already, and so this is not a surprise to you. You've been ministered to greatly by them. We're so thankful for their faithfulness. They've been with us now for a few years, and we have just seen such tremendous growth in them and character and, and competency in so many ways. We just want you to know as elders, we believe that Rowan has met the qualifications laid out in 1 Timothy 3 and Titus chapter 1 um, for an elder. And uh, we have seen uh, this man to be a man filled with character, a man who is godly and humble and is pursuing and seeking the Lord. And we're really, really encouraged how God is going to use him and continue to use him and his family in the life of this church. So we want you to be aware of that. You'll notice in our bulletin, there's a little blurb there over the next four weeks. Uh, you'll, you'll see that in there. And our, our hope and prayer and desire is to install him officially as an elder at the beginning of the new year. So we hope you're encouraged by that. All right. Um, here's why lots of you are really uh, here and you've been waiting for this patiently. Thank you. You had to kind of suffer or draw this out, but you know, delayed gratification, right? Where are we going with a future facility? All of the uh, setup and teardown teams, just their hearts just leapt within them. Um, <laughs> we are beginning today officially, uh, um, we've kind of soft launched already this, this future facility campaign, but this is our official launch. Many of you know a little bit of what's going on. We've called this campaign, Go Before Us, Lord. And, uh, and that is really, really intentional. It's, it's rooted in this verse here in Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8. Listen to the words here. It says this, It is the Lord who goes before you, and he will be with you, and he will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. What a great truth for all of those who know God through the Savior Jesus Christ. 
our desire in this campaign is not to run ahead of God in any way. Uh, it's not to put the car before the horse. We are trusting God in this. We are seeking God's leading, and we're trusting that God is going to provide um, through his people. And so uh, we are encouraged to share with you our elder vision. And if, if you, didn't, if you uh, haven't sat through this or you haven't seen this, we've got a little book that we've put out that really has more details about this. So you can pick one of these up on the way out if you don't have one already. But I just want to highlight a few things that, we've, uh, that are in there, the, uh, especially as it relates to our vision. You may be asking, what, what is a future facility going to afford us? Here's what we believe God is going to do. First of all, um, it's going to anchor us in the Durham region. You should know by now that we have a desire to be in the Durham region. It is in our name after all. Um, we are believing that God has placed us here. And we believe he's done so strategically. And so this is part of our plan strategically to, to continue to be anchored in this Durham region, and that's because of this next slide here, our expanding community. I talked a little bit about this last week, but we are seeing such an opportunity as God continues to grow the Durham region. It is growing in population. It is growing in diversity. Uh, new communities being developed, especially to the north and across the Durham region. Lots and lots of opportunity, and we just believe that God has called us to be a light in this area, and we're trusting that he's going to continue to lead us in this. The third piece there is this. We believe that this will help us be an equipment church. Uh, we want to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. We want to be a church that is doing this well, and, uh, and we believe a facility will help us do this better and better and better serve you. And one of the specific ways is by offering more ministry training. Uh, hopefully you see we are all about, you know, what the book of Acts has been depicting and describing for us, seeing disciples being made, trained up. You know, we gather and then we scatter so that we can go and tell the world. Well, we want to see more and more people equipped and trained in various ways and capacities and, and a future facility is going to allow us um, um, the, the opportunity to do that. The next thing is we want to be a resourcing church. And we want to be a resource not only for you as a church family, but we're trusting that as the Lord continues to use this church that we're going to be able to provide resources that will bless other believers and even the, the surrounding community. And that leads to the last piece here. We are a church that wants to be all about outreach and compassion. And even as we saw in the text today, we, we just believe so firmly that we need to show care for our community. And we believe that the community needs to see us anchored here. Um, we're not putting our eggs in the basket of having a future facility. Don't get the wrong impression. We don't believe a facility is the end-all and be-all. We just believe it's going to help us uh, do a little bit more than we've currently been able to do, and especially to be anchored as a light in the community to be able to reach out more strategically. So maybe the next question you're asking is this, well, where are we at? Like, are we kind of starting from ground zero? I want to just share with you. I think spiritually we believe we're in a very healthy place as a church, uh, and we're thankful to the Lord for that. So many of you have just grown so much spiritually and are just serving the Lord so faithfully. But financially, we're also in a really healthy place. In fact, uh, throughout our history, God has provided above and beyond our needs. He, he has overwhelmed us with the generosity of his people and the sacrifices you have made. We have never financially been in want, not once. We have never not met our budget. In fact, every year we've, been, we've seen coming in an excess of what we have um, um, originally planned for our operating budget. And, and maybe you're saying, well, then what have we done with all that excess? Well, here's where we're at with our future facility fund. Um, we're currently sitting at $600,000 that has been set aside in a future facility fund. I hope that encourages you. 
And, and that is because of uh, the ability for us to take what has been taken in over in our general offerings above and beyond and put it aside strategically every year. And it's also been the result of, of some of you who have faithfully contributed specifically to our future facility fund. And, uh, and all of that is combined to put us in an incredibly healthy financial place where we are not starting from ground zero. We're actually starting uh, really, really well really high up. So what have we looked at? I'm just going to get them to scroll through a few properties. We, we, we would love a, a facility, an existing facility, if the Lord would provide that. And you can pray for that. But right now, it doesn't appear to be like that's the direction God is, is leading. He may change that for us. He may give. Um, currently, we're looking at land, the, the possibility of, of purchasing land and building. And so our phase one of this campaign is really geared towards getting in enough money to be able to move and purchase a piece of property if it became available. And so we, we want to be in a healthy position to do that. And you'll, you'll notice there's some price tags on there. And we've looked at tons of properties. This is just to give you a sense that we have had people looking, searching, praying, and we're, we're trying to do this strategically and carefully and, and uh, follow the Lord's leading. But how will we get there? Well, the approximate land price is on the upper range, about two and a half million dollars, and there is a range. And so we want to kind of find ourselves falling at the very least right in the middle of that. Our goal is to raise uh, $700,000 or more, if the Lord brings that in, over the next two years. That will be made up of a special offering we're going to be taking up in December of this year and a commitment that we're going to make, I'll talk about that in a minute, over the next two years as a church family to contribute to this future facility fund. Our goal is to have a total of $1.3 million in the bank, and we're trusting that God is going to provide. Here's the timeline that I, I want to share with you. The first is happening right now. It's our ask. We want you as a church family to be informed. We want you to know. Um, we believe it's helpful for you to know exactly what we need so that you can give and contribute faithfully. And here's what we're asking. Over the next three Sundays, we're asking you to commit, um, to prayerfully seek the Lord in this, to look at your finances, and to figure out how much you and your family may be able to contribute to this. And, uh, and, and you can be giving your, that commitment card. You're going to see these in a minute um, on any of the Sundays. But Really, what we're leaning towards is, is a Give Sunday on December 11th. We're asking all of the contributions for this year and the commitment that you're making over the next two years to be demonstrated on a card and, and so that we can tally it up and then uh, celebrate on this next Sunday, December 18th, where we reveal where we're at and we're trusting that God is going to provide for all of our needs. So that's the kind of time frame we're looking at for this year, and that's going to branch over in the next two years. So I just want to give you maybe some helpful ways to think about this. Um, the breakdown of giving, we've come up with kind of this bit of a framework, some buckets that maybe you can find yourself in one of these buckets. Here's a pathway to $700,000. And uh, this isn't the only path, but maybe this is helpful for you to figure out where, where might I fit based on the way that God has blessed, or maybe the way he will bless you. Um, and, and you'll notice there all the way from $75,000. Some of you, by the way, may be able to give more than that. And praise God, we, we would celebrate that and be so grateful for that. And some of you may be able to give less than that. You see that $2,500. By the way, this is to be broken up over three years. This isn't just one shot. I mean, if you can do one shot, hey, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> but, but maybe you can't even afford to give that, and, and that's okay. And, and in fact, maybe you can't even, you know, maybe you can afford to give very little. We're just asking you to consider what you might be able to give. We don't want you giving under compulsion. We're not trying to weigh you down. We want you to be informed so that you can give joyfully and cheerfully uh, to the work of the Lord here. So maybe a little bit more practically, how can I give? How can I give? Well, I came up with four buckets to consider ways in which you might be able to give. The first one is this, uh, skip it, skip it. Um, 
Maybe you can think about some things in your life that you can afford to give up, some things that you think are needs or that are maybe not. Um, maybe there's entertainment. Maybe there's hobbies. Maybe there's <clears throat> a vacation. Um, <laughs> maybe things like coffee. Amen. <laughs> Ouch. I, I told my wife this morning, this is, I, I'm, I'm going to give up buying coffee out at, you know, Tim Hortons or Star, wherever I'm at, I'm gonna take that money. I'm put us. I'm not just. I'm not giving up coffee in general. That's crazy talk. <laughs> but just so you know how serious I am, I am willing to give up. <laughs> Maybe there's something you can you can skip in your life so that you can take that money and direct it towards this fund. Uh, maybe you can sell it. Maybe there's something that you can sell. Uh, maybe you've been accumulating a lot of things in your garage, and there's time to get rid of some stuff, and you can. Take this, maybe post it on Kijiji. If you don't know how that works, just come and talk to me later. I'll fill you in. Um, maybe you've recently sold a home and, and God has blessed you with a significant amount of equity that you can maybe invest some of that into what God is doing here. Maybe you'd consider saving it. And, uh, and, and maybe you just put this on a budget line in your family budget and you just consider socking aside some money that you could put aside every week and that could accumulate to a gift that you can give towards this. And maybe lastly, you could sacrifice it. Maybe there are some savings you have accumulated that you could sacrifice for this cause. Maybe it's an income tax over the next few years that you're willing to give up. Maybe it's a bonus that you get at work or maybe it's government benefits like a GST return. Maybe it's dividends from investments that you're making Maybe it's a gift that you've been given, an inheritance or something like that where you could take some or all of that and give it to the work of the Lord. Maybe there's ways in which you could sacrifice. Maybe, maybe you're getting a significant raise this year and you can commit to doing this to increase the standard of giving, not your standard of living. Maybe you can just look at your life and decrease the standard of your living so that you can increase the standard of your giving and, and you can trust that God is gonna provide. This is a great opportunity to be stretched in your faith and we just wanna encourage you. I look at all of these things and so you know, I mean, I find myself, you, I'm gonna use every single one of these buckets to get to the mark that I believe the Lord has placed on my heart and so we're asking you to be involved in three specific ways. Here they are right here. Um, we want you to intercede. We want you to call to the Lord to pray with us that God is gonna provide above and beyond what we can ask or think. We want you to invest personally, financially, invest in the work here and trust that God is gonna provide and God is gonna bless. Just pray that God gives you joy in giving to this work. This is gonna be so significant. Talk about the future and what God is gonna do, we believe, through this church in the Durham region. And then you can do this, you can influence. Maybe you know some people who can... Um, outside of even our church who wouldn't mind giving to what the Lord is doing here and you know that they have a heart for these things, we would encourage you to be influencing those you can to see God moving. So how do you do this? Well, we got these commitment cards. You're gonna get handed one of these on your way out. Please just grab one per family. And uh, you'll notice there that on the back, it's broken down. It's asking for a couple different things. One is the commitment that you're able to make for our special offering this December. What can you give then to help us get to this mark that we believe is necessary? And then it, it breaks it down over the next two years, um, in uh, 2017 and 18. And there's a bit of a breakdown there. What, what can you commit to giving? And this is just going to help us see, is, is God providing? Is God going to help us meet this goal? And can we move forward in confidence where we believe the Lord is calling us? We don't want to be foolish. Um, we want to have faith to believe that God is going to provide, but we want to do this in a way that is healthy and helpful and a way that we can celebrate. So make sure you get these on your way out. And just so you know, um, I believe this is important for you to know, um, as elders of this church, 
We want you to know that we are invested in this work. We're not calling you to do anything that we are not willing to do ourselves. In fact, we have had plenty of time to pray, to think about this, and we have already as families committed to what we're giving over the next um, two years plus this upcoming coffee. And, and the total amount that we have, um, have put together from the elders is $126,000. And I, I just want you to know that so that you know that we are in this with you. And we are trusting that God is going to bring in the rest of the money through, his, for the, through the church family. And we're believing that God is going to provide above and beyond so that we can continue to be a light in this community. I pray that you're encouraged by this. I pray that you're filled with faith. I pray that you realize that this verse really needs to drive us. It is the Lord who goes before us. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. That is our hope. Our confidence is in our great God. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we are so thankful for the confidence that we have in you. You are so faithful, Lord. You have provided us with so much. God, as we look to the future, it is our desire to declare and to demonstrate in the way we live and the way we give, Lord, that you are the one who must go before us. God, would you lead us? Would you direct us? Would you provide for us, Lord, abundantly, above and beyond what we can ask or think? God, would you store our hearts as the people of God? Would you release our grip from the things of this world? And would you allow us, Lord, to give sacrificially and generously? Would you allow us, Lord, to give with great joy above and beyond, Lord, what we already give? Lord, so the gospel can, can, can continue to move forward in power and might and that many will be reached with the good news of Jesus Christ. We pray this in his name and for his glory. And all God's people said, amen. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.